friend of the show, the one and only Adam. Adam, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Oh, fantastic, man. I, I'll i be honest with you, Zane. I woke up literally seven minutes ago, and then I let the dog outside, and yeah. um, he didn't want to come back in, that son of a bitch. <laughs> I do. I feel your pain. I mean, I have, uh, I've had the same thing happen many, many, many times. So did now did the dog run? No, he, so we got a fence in backyard, so he can't go, he can't go anywhere, but he likes to wander. He's smelling stuff. He's probably eating shit. Who knows what he's doing? I got a dog that does that too. It's probably the worst thing in the world. I, well, I, he won't eat his own shit, but we had some other dogs over dog sitting and he'll, he'll eat their shit. You know, I know it. I know it. I, and that's, that's, that's the worst, uh, you know, and that's like, I have a dog, this dog, um, O'Neill who does that. And he's like my favorite dog. But whenever he does that, I've indicated to the audience that I don't love him for, I actually want him to die for several minutes. And then that kind of eases and you just like trick right. yourself that he's that, Oh, it's all cleaned out now. And then the absolute worst is when he burps. You know, he burps, so he's burping Ugh. up. He's burping up. It's a shit burp. I mean. <laughs> you know, I wonder if there is a reason that they do that that is like a dog instinct type of weird thing or if he's just a weirdo because there's a lot of other shit dogs do that doesn't make any sense now, but at one point as wild animals uh, made sense, I guess. Like right. uh, my dog will occasionally – he tries to do it at least once a year where he'll find like a dead bird or some kind of dead carcass and he'll try to roll in it. Oh God. To also, make himself smell like it, which was like uh something I couldn't tell you. You can Google it. It's horrible. It's absolutely it's horrible. It's gross, is what it is, yeah. How much research goes into making uh, a comedy set? Because you, you seem like a guy who who gets kind of a lot of information before you start building your jokes. How much how much time goes into writing, let's say, uh, a set like uh, the length of the one you're going to be doing this weekend at Man, Mark Ridley's? Well, I mean, it's something that you develop over years, really. The, the last album I recorded was five years ago now. So, I mean, for me, at least, to come up with a new 45 to an hour that I, uh, you know, am happy with, it takes time. Not everybody's Bill Burr where they're coming out with a new special every year. That That's not uh, obtainable for most people. That's It's not realistic. He also has a lot more motivation to do it because he's getting paid millions of dollars to do it, you know? Do you, well, I'm, that's the thing, yeah. Surviving. Well, that's that's exactly right. But, you know, that, that keeps people hungry, you know? If you can think back to when you first started in comedy, Adam – did you ever like, Hey, I want to be a comic, but I know I suck at writing jokes. And then if you think back to how the, like the, it always felt like you're swimming upstream and then it gets easier as you yes. get, as you get more time. Well, I mean, it's once you kind of figure out what you're doing up there, as far as like, do I want these people to think I'm smart? Do I want them to think I'm a moron? Do, what is my shtick? You know, that everybody, you, you hear people say you, you'll find your voice, which I think some people do and some people don't. It's not a necessity. Some people don't have a voice. They're just a comic, which is fine. I don't think I have a voice. But it, it takes time. And some people, if we're being honest, it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> 
have you have you ever like uh, been around a comic who you you know just they 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 might be part of an open mic thing maybe somebody like ben and it's just it's just i have never laughed once at you when are you going to get it through your thick fucking skull that you suck shit but that's the problem with comedy zane is it's everybody says well comedy is subjective sure it is but so is so i guess so is taste some people think you know shit tastes good like the dogs <laughs> we just talked about <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't use ben as an example because i think ben's gotten a lot better he actually no, has ben, improved. ben is um i think a writer first performer second which is fine a lot of a lot of people never become like uh, a great performer on stage which i think the my favorite comics aren't necessarily great performers there's a lot of comedians who are using performance or a stage character or or yelling or doing something to kind of cover up the fact that they don't write well uh, okay. which i don't think i don't think ben uh, i don't think he's that guy i think he's the opposite he, he's a right. good writer and maybe he just needs to get more comfortable up there but he's gotten a ton better now there's guys who i know that have been in town here or other cities in Michigan who have done comedy for over a decade and you couldn't tell if they started yesterday or 10 years ago. Have you uh, ever had someone who you in your back in the back of your mind be like, okay, this person has never gotten better and has struggled for years. And then they walk up to you and they say, Hey, honest opinion. What oh. do you think? Has that ever happened? That's a terrible spot to be put in, isn't it? You know, uh, I feel like I have been, put in a position like that maybe once or twice. And I don't think I came right out and said, Hey man, you suck. Um, but I think I told him like, it's not for everybody. And, and you gotta, I, I I'm sure I had to beat around the bush, but that's the problem though. This is the problem. And comics complain that there's not enough spots and there's too many comics. We've got to do better at telling people they suck. <laughs> like, does it work? I want to know if it works the same way with musicians. I've always wondered, like, how many music open mics could you do where you're just horrible yeah. before you quit or people tell you, but there's always going to be those people in your ear telling you you're funny, whether it's people at work or, you know, your significant yeah. other or I mean, my wife would tell me. She does tell me. She'll be like, hey, you know the joke about uh, the one thing? Why don't you? Okay. Maybe, maybe subtract that one. Okay. And then you're like, uh, maybe I should, but, but then you might be like, well, I really like it, but all right. I'll, I, I, I guess I'll listen to your advice. Are you, are well, you a good listener? Well, uh, depends on who it is. Like my wife, I don't respect her opinion. So usually <laughs> I just tell her to shut the fuck up. Oh, come on. She's I'm not, kidding. No, there's no way. The is she, my, it, my wife is the best and she's also clearly smarter than me. So. No, I will. And yeah. she's been to enough shows to know, like, hey, he's doing this and it will work in the future, or he's just fitting this in to make a point. Like, she knows yeah. what's what sucks and what doesn't usually. Uh, um, um, but yeah. then there's other people, yeah, you you just say, okay, Glaze, why don't... <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you eat shit? <laughs> hey, let's take a look at uh, uh, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle's website. And and tell me what's going on with this attire that I oh, see God. right here. That, what is what? what is happening here? I might wear that this weekend. That is a <laughs> that is a taco shirt. 
the taco shirt and and the way you're wearing the hat. It looks. What yes. the fuck is going on? Well, listen, I just said, you know, you got to figure out if you want people to think you're smart or you want people to think you are a moron. And clearly, I want people to think I'm a moron. <laughs> now, now this uh, this Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle is, is one of the finest establishments in the entire industry. So amazingly well respected. And uh, but this is not your first appearance there. Isn't that right, Adam? It is not. No, I've, I've headlined there a few times. Uh, I will say that I was I was uh, disappointed to see that literally next week Ron White is there. That's like oh that's great. That's what what is the thinking that people might be like? Well, I'm not saving my money for Ron yeah. White. No, is that's that what... exactly the thinking. Yes, okay. comics. None of us have any you know self esteem. We're all we're all very insecure. Then you see somebody very famous and funny is going to be there the week after, and you're I, like. I would pay to see Ron White before I paid to see me. Right. Okay. But having said that, I, I mean, I'll wear a suit and I'll smoke a cigar and drink bourbon, whatever he does. Sure. That's that's what. Yeah. Have you ever thought about maybe because he has those things? He's got the the drink and this and the cigar yeah. and the and the. It's all part of the whole. You pay for the whole package when you see a Ron White show. Yes. Has that ever crossed your mind about something that could be your thing in air quotes? Right. Is that like I said earlier, like your shtick? Yeah. Sure, I have. But I just I've never done it because I'm not a hack. That's a hacky thing to do, you say. No, it's not. I'm just I want people, <laughs> I want people listening to lose their fucking minds. <laughs> Ron White is not a hack. He's very funny. There is people who do uh, you know, quote unquote blue collar comedy that uh are not funny in their hacks, but Ron White's not one of them. He's great. And that that's something I mean, guys have wore suits, but I, I don't remember anybody else who drank a glass of bourbon and smoked a cigar. He's very original and he's just got a very like a low key, slow paced. Like it's a, it's almost like somebody's cool uncle or something like you just, yeah, he's kind of a badass, but like a goofy one. And he's great. And I, I think we do different kinds of comedy. There, there is people who I think would be like, I'd rather watch Adam than, than Ron. You know, most people would sure. probably prefer to see Ron, but I doubt his it. No way. Sold out. So yeah. if you didn't get a ticket to a show, tough luck, asshole. You got to come see me. Yes. Now, Adam, uh, you've got shows tonight, Friday and Saturday, right? Yes. Okay. Now, if it, I'm thinking about like if I jumped on stage, I know, I have a feeling that I would not be talking on stage the way I'm talking to you right now, and I think that that's, I think that that's a problem. Like if I ever had the chance to do comedy, I think I would be, Hey, I'd be like high energy in your yeah. face guy. Is that a, and you said that that is kind of like when it you can, don't have, it's, it's almost like a crutch, right? It can be a crutch or like, you know, uh, a lot of people use the term smoke and mirrors, like a, a comics up there and they're doing everything, but telling good jokes. Uh, having said that, I mean, there, there's comics who yell, who are brilliant. I mean, Bill Burry else. And I think he's one of the, greatest comedians of all time he writes awesome material and he uh he just adds that to get the point across and sometimes yelling is the only way to do a bit right uh, but right. It, there's a lot of guys who i don't know some some comics just have a look and then a, a volume gotcha. and there's not a lot of substance or writing behind it and Listen, I'm just I'm just getting older and more bitter and I'm a failure. So I just any anybody who does anything that I don't do specifically, you know, they suck. 
You're starting to sound like Stu McAllister. I, I like know. it. I well, like I that. lived with Stu. That's the fuck. Next thing you know, I'm going to have four cats and six dogs. And oh, boy, you know, I tell you what, he's a good follow on Twitter because you can always get a sneak into his brain. Like last yeah. night, he's like, hey, everybody, uh, I'm not going to do the uh, podcast because I got to go look for my cats. His fucking cats snuck out. And I don't even know if he got them back. But he did a podcast the other day ranting about HR departments. No, His, he, he had a he has a problem with HR departments because he's become this like anti-establishment type of you know, fuck everybody, fuck you. Yes. And so that's what he. I, so are you seeing yourself going down that road? Uh, well, no. Listen, I, I was I was never a social worker, so I'm not nearly as you know mad at the world as he is. Okay. Right. He, he, and he has a real reason to hate HR because I, I think I remember he got, he got in a lot of trouble because he referred to like a patient as a character in a meeting or something one time. Literally just said, well, there, he's a character. And they're like, hey, you know. And I mean, he, he was between these two worlds of like being a comedian, which is just say whatever you want for the most part. And then, social work where it's you i mean you can't say anything that's even kind of a joke so right i i can understand why he thinks that way now and he's anti everything i mean if i had the degrees he had i would i would yeah. you know i'd probably look for a real job but he he does what he wants man yeah that's absolutely that 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 is the beauty and uh and and he sh- and i think you should stick with that just run with it i like i like the i don't give a fuck attitude that's like one of my favorite things in the world when, when people do that so if you can capture absolutely. that keep doing it are you recording at uh, any of this material that we're uh that, that people are going to see thursday through saturday at i'm Mark recording Rudy's? all of it man they so the what they'll do is they'll record every show and then you you kind of chop it up and put it all together to make one set. You know, nice. whatever jokes worked best each night. Um, and yeah. then hopefully I'll have like 45 to an hour of good stuff. It's it's all going to be stuff I didn't do on the previous album, uh, which I'm excited about. And uh, there's going to be some some darker stuff on there some some cancer material oh good some some lighter stuff on there uh you get the goofy and the sad with me and you know i just i I talk about tater salad for about 20 minutes absolutely absolutely of course you will and and the cancer thing you've uh tapped into a new resource the fact that you're battling cancer as we speak uh, yes. And that has opened up all sorts of relatable things for you to talk about. And you've worked that into your act. Yeah. And it's cliche to say, but it is, it is therapy for me. You know, it's, it's, that's kind of, I take any pain that I've had and I just, uh, I talk about it on stage, which is probably not the, the way I should deal with things, but right. Uh, you know of, what? That's what, that's where I am as a person. I think that it helps people. I think if you can sit there and you can say, all right, this is how I feel about it. This is what I've been battling with. And this is, and now here's something funny about it. Oh my God. That's a can't lose in my opinion. Yeah, man. I, um, I actually did, I did like a a show the day my dad died and I did several shows the week I was diagnosed and it's just, uh, people are like, well, how could you do that? And I'm like, well, what, 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 Am I going to sit in my basement and, and look at the wall and think about it? I would much rather do this. I want other people to feel bad too. You know, I don't want to take all this. 
I want you, I want I want you to feel some kind of guilt. <laughs> is there is there any better feeling when knowing that you you had everybody eating out of the palm of your hand? You were funny, all the jokes landed, you had a great set. There, what a what a unbelievable dopamine rush when you yes. know you were on fucking fire. Nothing better, right? It's great, and it also feels good to just make people realize that. Uh, the little things in life are don't mean shit. And I joke a lot about how, you know, especially during COVID people thought it was the, the worst thing ever. And I just, I just remind them, Hey, it could be worse, man. You could have cancer. Do you think COVID so is going to, do you think COVID is going to come back? You know, we're ah, right, right now we're in a spot where I'm not going to lie. It feels, it feels good, but also last June, it felt good too. If you remember, I mean, everything kind of started to vanish. We were like, sitting at like a couple hundred cases a day and people oh, were trust me i uh i just i got back from vacation i was out of the country for a while and it was it was nice to study or to study abroad to, to travel abroad uh i was in key west florida and um they don't give a shit down there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i totally forgot it was ever even a thing but it, you do think like, oh, what are these numbers spike? And I, I don't think there's there's no way we can ever go back to shutdown. I don't once once we go back to 100 percent capacity in July, I don't know that you could even go back to 50 percent. I mean, people would lose their fucking people already lost their minds. Eh? Yep, yep. There's it's, no way. It's been rough. Have you been following the Fauci stuff? Um, about his emails. Oh my God, no! And ever uh, since Hillary's emails, I kind of tuned out. Well, I'm, does he, I, does he I'm own at, a pizza shop where they? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I am actually going to take the time because I've heard enough from people who um, uh, think that he's a, a fucking liar, okay. and and said and I and I because I don't I don't think he's a liar, um, but I'm going to read those emails. I'm going to actually start in a friend oh, wow. of mine. Uh, uh, red state dirk he goes yeah just read those things he goes it's gonna take you a long time there's a lot of them but i want you to read it just give it a try see at least how far you can get into it and just kind of get a little bit of context of where this guy's brain in and the things he says because there's been a lot of talk about okay uh there absolutely was a lab leak and he absolutely did know about it and he absolutely was involved in making sure that they didn't investigate it because somehow the U.S.'s hands was on the Wuhan lab. And if that's the fucking case, holy shit. Can you imagine the fucking uproar if, if uh, the U.S. is like, no, don't investigate the lab because if it finds out that we were funding this type of research and it escaped because of us, holy shit, after all the things that have happened, ooh, that is messy, you know? That would be very ungood. Well, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, if in the Wuhan uh, lab, they are doing those type of experiments with fucking coronavirus, I would say that's a hell of a lot more logical that it was it was introduced to the world through the lab than some fucking wet market, you know? Yeah, I don't. God. So, I don't know. I, hey. I always try to give humanity the benefit of the doubt, man, but you never know. 
So I guess my point of this is I'm going to I'm going to read it. I actually am going to take the time. I don't have an opinion on it right now because I don't have any information about it. But there's a lot of people saying, hey, you might want to look at this. So I'm actually going to I'm actually going to take a little time and look at check it, it out, man. I, I'll Google it. I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, I mean uh, yeah, there's a lot there. Sorry, I'm like jumping around here. No, crazy. you're fine. But I, I it, it's it's not often that I get to pick the brain of somebody. Yeah. Uh, you know, staring at walls, looking at a camera. Uh, but uh, to have you here, a guy who can talk about just about anything is uh, is pretty great. So, uh, well, listen, I know that you've got, like you said, shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and tickets are $10 and $20. And boy, are you working? You got a show tonight at 7.30 and then on the 11th at 7.30, June 12th, a 7 p.m. and a 9.30 p.m. Yeah, man. We're getting Holy right crap. back into the thick of things. This is Usually your first... Oh, two sorry. Go ahead. Friday. I was just going to say, usually there's two show two shows Friday, so the one I'm actually I'm actually kind of glad because I'm I'm an old man now. Are you going to stay in Detroit for the weekend, or are you just going to drive? I am. They put me up at a Hyatt there. I I may. My wife is in Saginaw dealing with some stuff. I may drive back and forth between there and Detroit. I'm going to pack the stuff up here, bring the dog. Um, but they do put me up, so I, I may, Royal Oaks nice. I may, I may hang out there quite a bit during the day. Yeah, it is. See some uh, friends on the east side, and it's good uh, times. I worked with your lovely bride uh, at Cumulus Media in Grand Rapids. Yes, you did. Uh, she no longer works there. Uh, yes or no? She said terrible things about them. Oh, my God. Zane, they, they still... <laughs> I hope none of them are watching, but they, they still ask her to come back. Oh my God. Well, it's that like isn't a weekly bad thing. Now she, um, I don't know that she said bad things about anybody specifically, but I mean, I think everybody knows they don't, I think a lot of radio, they don't take care of their, their people enough, especially people in sales that are making them the money. So, right. I know that we always it, it, there. There seemed to be a lot of adversary between the people on air and the sales staff. I I tried not to do, get into that, but mm-hmm. it, it, it is a thing. Do you think podcasting is uh, where it's at these days? When you compare like content on the radio to content on podcasting, how often do you actually listen to the radio? Oh my god! I mean, I listen to it in my car, and that's about it. Do you listen and, to and music or I'm, talk? Unless I'm trying to stream. Uh, well, music and then occasionally I am a I am a sports talk guy. So like if there's something syndicated on, I'll listen to it. Um, I don't know if there's anybody locally here I listen to anymore, but uh, you know. And I'll occasionally I do occasionally like to listen to a game on the radio. It's just a different yeah. experience. And if I've got a long drive and I can find it, yeah. Gotcha. But no, I mean, I, do you think podcasts are? I mean, they've been saying radio is going to die for years, but I mean, the, these just older generations and even newer ones that still listen to it. I mean, it's still there for advertisement. I, I don't know, man. I mean, because I think podcasts are still overall like an untapped, like, I think, what, 30% of society is listening to podcasts and the other 70 still not. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I think that there's still a lot of upside uh, climbing for podcasting to get to. And I don't know, just the idea in radio, I think part of the problem is the fact that no one actually has radios outside of their car. I mean, if you don't have the device to actually listen to the exactly. radio. That's, that's not, gonna... Nobody's bringing a boombox 
to listen to the radio at the beach anymore or right. like a, a construction site or anyway you're right people are listening in the car and that's it and and even then maybe they're listening to serious I, I mean yeah the biggest difference obviously is you can say whatever the fuck you want on your podcast yes yes and uh and i think that is also a, a huge advantage. Now, still... not whatever, not whatever you want, Zane. Well, not, you know what I mean. Don't get out of control today. Uh, yeah. when I'm off here. No, I no. Don't wanna, I don't want to get involved in any more Facebook battles. Yeah, it's been it's been wild. You were always uh, kind of like my wing, uh, my uh, wingman as time as time uh, passed. We would get, I would get into fights with people, and then Adam would be like third man in, punch from the back of the room. Because well, they're morons. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, man, we don't we're not even on like the in the same area politically necessarily. I, I'm much further to the left than you are. And you're oh, a lot further to the right. Uh, no, I, I'm I've actually switched. Uh, I'm, I've, <laughs> I've, I'm I'm not I'm going to vote straight ticket because these these people are such morons. You're arguing with it. All politics yeah. go out the window. You, It's basically it's just it's you versus idiots. Of yeah. course, I'm going to take your side. I was right of center. And now I'm left of center. Okay. That's where I stand. At least right now. Like if someone said, oh, okay, I need you to vote right now. I would vote that way. I've had so you're, it. You're, you're just like a lineman who kind of just moved over a few spots. I flipped. I, yep. I was a right tackle. Now I'm a left tackle. Okay. And I say that unabashedly without fear of repercussion. I've never given a shit about it. what I mean. I usually just throw it out there. And if you got a problem with it, it's your problem. I mean, I go back and forth, you know, I, there's got to be more of a gray area. Everybody wants to be all the way left or all the way right now. And I, I don't know. Yep. Uh, yep. Just dis if you ever see anybody, you know, attacking Zane people, just know that you got to disagree with that person because they're probably a moron. I love the, I love it when I say something and then someone always goes to this. Yeah. Who cares? You get fired. It's like, well, yeah, if I get fucking fired, that's the guy you want to listen to. You want to listen to the guy who gets fired. Doesn't give a shit about what the fuck he's saying. Right. Oh man. You know, who? you know, who got fired? Dr. Fossey. <laughs> Did you say Fossey? <laughs> yeah. That's what I call him. <laughs> um, shit. There was one more thing I was going to talk to you about. Oh, the uh, Deggy draft. Give me a little background about the Deggy draft. Is that still a thing? And tell everybody what it is. Uh, it is. It is not still a thing this year, but it will be next year. It's essentially a, a video submission competition where you just you, you make a video, you make uh, memes, you you talk a lot of shit, and who whoever was the best wins the Deggy draft. It's all it's kind of loosely uh, following the NFL draft, where like if the uh, Bengals draft number one, you'll be drafted number one to the Bengals in the Deggy draft, and then you win prizes. The the guy who won first place this year got some. Uh, some custom daggy draft cornhole boards. They're, they're awesome. Uh, nice. If, if you think it sounds ridiculous or if you think it sounds great, check it out on, on Facebook. There's a daggy draft room. Once you're in there, you can kind of figure out what's going on. There's a lot of trash talk and a lot of idiocy and ridiculousness. And there's also a page on Facebook. So it's, it's dumb, but a lot of people have fun with it. And there's like almost 500 people involved now. So it's, it's grown. You're also a uh, pal of Big Dick Donnie Veltman, who Ooh. I think <laughs> man Don, does he have a big dick? It's a huge dick. It's unbelievable. It's the biggest dick, and uh, he's starting to swing it a little. He's trying to get back into the comedy game as uh, things have started to open up here. Uh, have you have you talked to Big Dick Donnie anytime lately? 
Um, not in the last month, but but over COVID, I I definitely I kept in touch because I you know I I felt bad because I know he was uh, like a lot of business owners trying to figure out new ways to you know sell stuff and bring in customers when you couldn't really be open all the way. Yep. And um, I I know that he well I think he had a show recently at the bowling alley in Muskegon. Right. And I don't know if he's got people coming out to Howard City again. He's he's. He's the guy's got his hands full, man. And then it, I know his son plays a ton of sports and he's involved yeah. in some capacity. So he's a busy man and he's got to take care of that big dick. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 it's a good thing he has that big dick. I see he uh he booked Pauly Shore. He rescheduled that for September. Oh wow. uh and we were then, just talking about Polly last night, actually, a bunch of comics. Good I or bad. For, good or bad. Oh uh, uh, well. We'll say not great, but I, I opened for Polly at a at a funny bone in Omaha, and he was kind of a dick. Okay, but well, people yeah. come see him. Yeah, that's the thing. It always drives me crazy. I, I I'll never understand those comics who are at that level or, or celebrities, you know, where they're clearly you know, things have been better, and to to, yeah. to to not be humble is shocking to me. I mean, Just, it's. it's it is tough to uh, judge somebody based on one experience too. You know, I don't know what he had going on that weekend. Who yeah. knows? I don't know what uh, kind of kind of bender he was on the the days leading up right, to that. But right, uh, yeah, he could have been nicer. And he's, I mean, he's funny enough. He 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 sells out rooms. I'm sure when Don has him, he's going to sell that room out, and he'll, he'll probably be cool with Don. And all is okay in the world. But well, all right, buddy. I'm looking forward to, to getting a full report as to how it went. Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle is a terrific venue. And if people want to go see you, you can just go to comedycastle.com. Yes. Thursday, uh, Friday, Saturday. I will. Please, uh, I need your laughter. Yes. I will leave a, uh, a link in the show notes. Or if you want to right away, just go to comedycastle.com. <laughs> buy tickets if you're, uh, if you're in the area, if you want to make the trip. Hell, the fact that Detroit has so much going on there, you can... Uh, Go to the casinos. I don't know if the home team is in time. Did you see the Tigers yesterday? Did you see that crazy catch at the end oh of the game? Oh my god, they got robbed. Yeah. Oh god, I'll, I'm going to talk about that in a bit. Incredible. I uh, see. I I I know you're a Tigers fan, but uh, so you can make a whole weekend of it. Go to see Deggy. All right, man. I really appreciate the time. You're the best. I appreciate you. You're the best, man. All right, and oh, and one more thing. Uh, never forget the Bosnian Mafia. I put that I, down I there. I saw that below my name and laughed. That's hilarious. Fan of Bosnian yes. Mafia. The Bosnian so, Mafia will be there this weekend. I have actually at Mahala Coffee Bar, whatever it is, where we saw you at that open mic thing with Ben. They they send me invites to their upcoming comedy things, and I'm I'm this close. In fact, I've written I've written back. Will the rude Bosnian mafia be there? And then I'm about to hit send. And then I go, wait a minute. I'm, I'm probably talking to organized crime individuals who, yeah, will, kill, wanna, who will fucking kill me. You don't want to end up buried alive in a cornfield, Zane. So just bump the brakes. Can't leave it alone. <laughs> All right, Adam, say hi to Nikki for me. And uh, best of luck. I know you're going to do great. Okay. I will. I love you, man. Take love you too. Man. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Deggy. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.